culture refers to the dynamic relational process of values, beliefs, attitudes, and practices. Prior to this course, I had heard the term cultural safety, but I had never heard of the cultural safety approach. I really like this concept because I believe it breaks down the components of this dynamic goal and the internal work we need to do as individuals to achieve cultural safety. We begin with cultural awareness, where we acknowledge cultural differences. Next, we have cultural sensitivity, where we recognize these differences around us. The third step is cultural competency, which refers to the skills, knowledge, and attitude one needs to provide care that is cognizant and sensitive towards cultural uniqueness. One can never achieve full cultural competence in another culture due to its dynamic nature. However, we can continue to learn. This notion leads into cultural humility, where we commit to this lifelong learning process. And finally, we have the goal of cultural safety. Only our clients can assess if cultural safety has been met. A client may make this conclusion if they feel their cultural beliefs and values have been welcomed, respected, and incorporated meaningly into their care. If a client ever feels humiliated, alienated, or dissuaded from assessing care, cultural safety has not been met. Vote it all 2020. I started my active journey through cultural awareness, sensitivity, and competency during my final year at Queen's University when I took an Indigenous course. I began my journey in cultural humility when I worked in Northwest Territories in 2019 and 2020 and accepted the lifelong journey of learning from and with Indigenous communities. I continue to develop my cultural competency and humility through conversation, readings, courses, and reflection. In this course, my cultural awareness towards immigrant workers and Chinese Canadians was developed in the Facing Racism series we studied from CBC. Cultural safety does not just apply to racial, ethnic, and religious communities. It applies to all communities, including gender, sexuality, and mental health. For example, we need to ensure the LGP, TQ, 2S+, and those with mental illness do not feel stigmatized or discriminated against. Henriques et al. 2019 and Nyblade et al. 2019. We can improve our cultural safety practices towards these groups by becoming informed, having open, non-judgmental conversations, being mindful of our words, and by empowering these individuals. I look forward to continuing to broaden and deepen the scope of my cultural competencies to learn the tools needed to provide cultural, safe nursing care to clients from all walks of life.